my name is Lily Hugenberg and welcome to today's episode of the Pursuit of Positivity podcast. Before I begin, if you can interact with the podcast in any way, shape or form by giving it a like, a rating or a review, doing any of those things would be absolutely incredible, especially hitting that follow button. It means so much to me if you guys can just take a second out of your day to hit those buttons. So, Before we begin, as always, let's get into the right mindset, the perfect headspace to start talking about the kind of topics that we talk about here. So let's just take a deep breath together, okay? When do we have an opportunity to do this in our week? Probably quite rarely. So let's just take a moment to close your eyes and take a deep breath with me. And we're going to do six deep breaths today. So I want you just to focus on your breathing. Even if you're in the car, driving to work, or if you're on a walk, or if you're getting to sleep, whatever you're, whenever you're listening to this, I want you to focus on your breathing right now. Don't not do it. I want you to actually participate. This is a moment where we have got this time to just do two things at once. You're listening to me and we're breathing. So I will count for you for the breaths. We'll do four seconds in, we'll do a two second hold and a four second out. Okay, so let's breathe in together. One, two, three, four, hold, two, out. One, two, three, four, in, two, three, four, hold, two, out, one, two, three, four, and in, two, three, four, hold, two, out, two, three, four, and in, two, three, four, and hold, one, two, and out, two, three, four, last one, so we're going to go in, two, three, four, hold, two, and out, two, three, brilliant now just take one big deep breath in and out again perfect now we are ready to talk about today's topic and I hope you enjoyed that little breathing exercise that we've just done just to kind of get you in the right little mindset for today because breath work is I've always spoken about how important breath work is and how much I really enjoy it but it's very difficult for us to do it together, obviously, because you're just listening to me. But I love for us to just take a second, take some deep breaths, do a little breathing pattern, even if it's just holding and like t- doing breath work for four seconds, holding it for two seconds, doing what you can. Just breathing and just intentionally breathing can decrease anxiety by so much. And we know that. And there is so much research to show that. Uh, especially six deep breaths is really important and that can really help us when we're feeling nervous or anxious or any of those things it can really help so today we're going to be talking about something that kind of is is kind of off brand but it's not because it's exactly in brand but we kind of you'll think it will be so we're going to be talking about why grumpy is good why is feeling gloomy feeling crap feeling rubbish why is that you know why is that actually a good thing and you know like not looking on the bright side of life all the time not being optimistic all the time 100% of the time how and why can that be good and what kind of benefits do we actually have from doing that so we have all 
had a lot to deal with over the last few years. Even if I don't know your story personally, I can tell you that we probably all have had some pretty, you know, some pretty horrible things or some not great things happen to us in the last few years. Even if we're talking about COVID, where there could be deaths in families, you know, I don't even have to name everything. I'm just, we've all had pretty crap times over the last few years. And for many, life may still be an uphill struggle. And you might find yourself feeling fine one minute, only to kind of be like completely riddled with anxiety the next minute. So this is obviously pretty normal because we all know that we feel like this sometimes. One day we can be fine, the next minute we wake up with some weird anxious feeling and we don't know why. But it can be deliberating. So it's important to recognise and accept your thoughts and feelings even the worst ones that you have is that kind of acceptance knowing that they're there and obviously we'd all love to be cheerful 100% of the time but it's not realistic even if you know what I actually don't think I'd want to be cheerful 100% of the time if we really think about it like if you think about the animated versions of like the happiness stuff and I don't know I'm always thinking of that film Inside Out even though not being happy 100% of the time is in that film but just the idea of like living in this like rainbow world of happiness, unicorns and rainbow sunshine, all that stuff, being happy all the time and never having that moment of feeling a bit rubbish. I don't actually think I'd want to feel like that, but some people might. But what is like, what is possible, however, is kind of reframing negative emotions because we can't, as I said, can't feel positive and happy all the time. But there's negative emotions, we can maybe make those a bit more positive. But let's not forget that if we didn't experience these low times, we'd never be able to appreciate the high times. And I actually kind of one day actually, I was going through something and I actually really deeped that for a second. I said, you know what? When you're having a good time in life, how do you know it's a good time? How do you actually know you're having fun? How do you know you're actually enjoying yourself? if you don't get those negative horrible bad experiences in your life like how would you actually know the difference if you didn't have the bad times you would never be able to appreciate the good times because you wouldn't have anything to compare it to if you were happy all the time you'd be like okay well now what's this like you just wouldn't (laughs) it's very there's no you need them both you need to be able to have the lows to be able to appreciate the high times the good times the happy times so sadness and feeling like sad can actually boost our memory. So a study done by the University of California found that on rainy days, people had much better recollection of details compared to on sunny days, where their memory was less accurate. So moods that are associated with negative emotions tend to be more attentive thoughtful and analytical then they're like positive counterparts so research has shown that we're less likely to corrupt our memories with misleading information when we're in a less of a good mood so that's interesting if you ever <laughs> i don't know i think that's a really interesting little study that was that i found and yeah 
it's so interesting to understand that our different moods can obviously increase our memory or decrease our memory. But yeah, that's really interesting, that one. So we ne- the next thing is kind of about stress and how stress can spur you on. So cortisol is the hormone commonly used to measure stress. It's the stress hormone. So typically, raised cortisol or the kind of symptoms of it surge a wake-up call for an individual to change habits that are not serving them and find ways to reduce their stress levels. So when we think about it in a way that feeling stressed actually then makes you go, oh my goodness, what am I doing wrong? What, what do I need to change in that sense? So that negative feeling of stress has an essentially a positive side to it because you then mentally go, oh my goodness, why am I feeling so stressed? What's going on in my life? And you have a moment to reflect on your life and look at it because a lot of the time we don't really do that. So there is an element of, there's a positive side of stress which if you are feeling really stressed, sometimes you can remind yourself that this actually is a good thing because I have a moment to reflect on my life. So the key to harness cortisol-driven stress and anxiety and use it like to your advantage is to actually recognise that you are like having a moment to, it's like a wake-up call for like, as for yourself to change habits that are not serving you and like find those ways to reduce stress, actually search for them, look for them and find them. So that's a really interesting point of view. This is all a point of view, isn't it? This isn't like, it's a mindset towards the feelings. So things like practicing meditation and mindfulness is one way for doing this. And it helps to kind of induce a heightened state of awareness. So think of it as a form of personal mental hygiene. It's a learned skill that must be practiced regularly to exert like the effect of it so you can also as I said look at on YouTube for free guided meditations all of that stuff you can find so when you have stress when you're stressed or feeling rubbish you tend to maybe find those things that you enjoy and will make you feel better so that's a positive thing. You're looking for things, you're finding things, you're finding little tools to that you can put in your toolbox about how to make you feel better. That's all a positive. So feeling negative can sometimes be good because you're exploring, you're finding, you're learning, you're looking at new things. There's a way, there's a kind of a point of view that we're going coming from here is that it's actually a good thing sometimes. So negativity can also bring focus. If we're too optimistic, there's a chance we can leave ourselves open to danger. If a situation like presents significant risk, then a pessimist is like well, a pessimistic person is far more likely to look at the worst than like that can happen than like the good that's going to happen because then they can kind of prepare for the worst. So always kind of check in with your response to a situation then assess whether you're well you are kind of using your optimistic side or your pessimistic side to the best effects so negativity and pessimism can actually be a good things in terms of you know elements of survival 
if you're on a night out and something happens, using that kind of pessimist side of using that skill of looking at what can go wrong is a good thing. It's something that's useful. It can bring focus, as we've said. So being too optimistic and being too happy and da 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 can then obviously make you feel a little bit, you're, you're kind of ignorant to the situation around you. So saying all of this, it's kind of come to my mind that I'm not saying be all happy or don't be too sad. There's a balance. This is all about balance and finding your own balance. I'm saying for me, I obviously advocate for positivity and optimism, but that's not who I am 100% of the time. 100% not. Like that's definitely not who I am all the time. And that's something that is really important to remember because it's good to feel bad it is it is good to feel bad and that's what I'm trying to show you here when you are feeling negative it's okay and it's actually evidently according to research a good thing to feel bad because also without using these other emotions and other stuff and other chemicals and hormones in our body we need to be using these things there are so many other benefits to being using using these kinds of hormones and levels in our body if we don't if we're constantly happy we don't use them they kind of get a bit they they don't they're not used as much basically so it's an element of looking at the good but also reminding yourself that when you are feeling bad it's okay to feel bad and evidently it's actually a pretty good thing to feel bad because it does some good things for you so another thing is that anger leads to action. So a certain amount of fury is part of our fight or flight kind of survival response. And when channeled correctly, can be a force of positive change. Feelings are like not problems. They are so normal and they are responses to situations. And the trick is to kind of understand them and the response and the reason behind the emotion, which can help you lead to action. If you think about it, all those emotions, your nerves, that anxiety, that heightened cortisol level, that stuff happens maybe when you're before, before you do a fitness competition or you're starting a new event or something like that. That can actually lead to you feeling excited, but nervous, all those things can lead to action. It's an interesting one. So another thing here that I've got for you is ways to own your feelings. So the trick is to understand the response and the reasons behind the emotions, as we've said. So we've got some, we've got three top tips for handling these difficult emotions that we've got. We've got the anger, the frustration, the, the just hate, the pain, the anger, you know, the stress, anxiety, all of those negative emotions. I've got three little things that can maybe help you out a little bit. So we've got appreciating the good times. This one is all about trying to be more flexible in your own approach to your feelings. Allow yourself to like savor those positive emotions that arise and equally consider any negative feelings you may have to bring yourself like to have awareness to them. So this is saying that we need to just appreciate the good times through the bad times as well. There, I've said that it's like, if you don't, when you're going through a bad time, there's always a lesson involved. Even in the good times, there's always a lesson that you learn. But in the bad times, you learn those lessons. And 
When you don't know the lesson, it's because you're in the happening, but the lesson will become apparent and visible soon enough, it will. But if you don't know what the lesson is, you're in the happening. So appreciating those good times is all because it's all due to the fact that you have experienced negative things the negative things are okay we're meant to have them we cannot be living in this toxic positivity world where we just try and be happy all the time it doesn't work like that we want to be feeling negative emotions it's good to feel these negative emotions so the next one is about accepting yourself validation is an effective like way of communicating that you have accepted someone's emotional experience whether it's not you or not you agree whether you are or or not do agree with it or not if kind of if validation is not received it can lead to feelings of isolation rejection and shame rather than seeking validation from others seek it from yourself so when you're going through these things, reminding yourself that it's okay to feel like this, if you're lying in bed, you're feeling depressed, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling stressed, remind yourself that it's okay to feel like this. Accepting yourself, validating those feelings, reminding yourself that you're not in the wrong for feeling this, you're in the right, this is absolutely fine to feel these emotions, it genuinely is absolutely fine. So the last one is prioritizing your mental health. People often share how they're improving their like physical well-being, but there's a lot of obviously you're listening to this, so you're 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 doing well. But there are not many people in that sense talking about how they're improving their mental health, especially if you're talking about this. Well, if you're thinking about this in a way of your friendship group, you may be. But for me personally, my friends, we're not we don't talk about how we're improving our mental health as much as we probably are talking about how we're improving our physical health. Physical health, even with my family, is something we're talking about a lot more than we are talking about our mental health. So reminding yourself that mental health is just as important as physical health. So treat yours with the same respect treat your physical and mental health on the same wavelength basically reminding yourself that you know not like looking on the bright side of life can actually have its benefits as i've said and reminding yourself that looking at our mental health and searching for it and understanding it is how we learn who we are it's how we learn our life how we learn who we are what we are what we're doing what our purpose is looking at our mental side of ourselves so the main message I want you to get from this is that feeling happy all the time isn't what we're aiming for here on this on this podcast we're aiming to pursue that positivity in that sense we're trying to become positive have that positive mental attitude see things in a positive light if we can but not to neglect the negative and the grumpy and why grumpy is being is good. It's good to feel bad. It's good to feel a bit rough every now and again because that is how we appreciate the, you know, that's how we learn. It's how we learn the lessons. It's how we build ourselves. It's how we appreciate the good times. We want to be feeling these negative emotions. Otherwise, we will never appreciate the good emotions. We just won't. We literally won't. We will have this almost you just if you genuinely think about it is actually something that we can just take for a second and go if we didn't have bad times how would we know that the good times were good 
I don't know. I think it's kind of really crazy to think about. It sounds very silly. But I think it's a very interesting thing to think about, like, psychologically. So you've got a couple ways to own that you own your feelings understand them respect them and it's just this day is more like a reminder really of these feelings are okay these feelings are normal there is according to evidence there is actually some positive sides to feeling negative but feeling good again is what we all want to be we want to have that ratio that we're feeling more, more positive emotions than negative but I'm sure you guys have enough stuff in your little brains right now to help you with that. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I really think it's good to remind ourselves that feeling negative, feeling grumpy is good and it is something that we need to be doing. (laughs) So thank you so much for listening. I'll see you again with another episode very, very soon.